We're going to be joined by uh, Avi Pollack, who is with us. He is the, um, in addition to the program director, he's the boys' head counselor. And boy, he is one of those names that is synonymous with Camp Hask, to say the least. Avi Pollack, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Wow, so happy to have you guys you and Miriam here that. on campus. And what is it like to finally open up this place to thousands of people? It, it's just. Didn't you think at the height of the pandemic that you would never see a day like this again? Chazdei <laughs> Hashem. Thank God we're back. Thank God we can open up to the community safely Thank and. God. Just for the community to shep nachas of uh, what their sons and daughters and family members are doing here as staff members. And just to see our campers enjoy a beautiful, beautiful summer. Now, normally I would say, help me make people feel guilty so they can become members of the Pillar Society. But we've hit on this very interesting point. If someone, in fact, met their match, met their bashert, so to speak, here at Camp Hask, they really have to be members of the Pillar Society. After all, look what Camp Hask did for them. That's it. Uh, we have so many people. Nachum, you might not believe. I didn't get an exact Is count. there an exact number? We have to figure it out. I don't know how you're going to do that. I believe, you know, believe I and Hara, but uh, thank God we've got so many staff members whose parents met in camp and they're here now uh, as, sec as second generation I, you know that phrase second generation <sighs> you know <laughs> evokes different feelings but we have second generation <laughs> staff members here whose parents are coming to visit them today and see them in action and some are probably calling them third generation <laughs> frankly <laughs> yeah it is really amazing and it's great to welcome everybody camp has experience day is unique and wonderful and uh, we've hit on a lot of points this morning in terms of the uh, incredible staff that you have, I know that the number of staff members is, uh, is the most ever. I'd have to assume that. Uh, but we've actually learned why it's so necessary. Describe on boys' campus why this camper ratio, camper-counselor ratio, which is so vital and now tighter than it's ever been, is so vital for the campers at Element. I mean, we, we need to do everything, and we are doing everything can, we can to make sure the campers get the care they deserve. Our, our staff need days off here and there also. They need a break. Um, and at all times, our campers, whether it's early in the morning, whether it's late in the evening, at activities, in learning, we've restarted our camper, Colel, once again. Uh, wow. we yeah, yeah, believe it or not, we have, uh, we have quite a few campers who enjoy learning. Wow. And they deserve the opportunity to learn. They have a Chabura geared for them. They participate. They learn together on their level, in their way. And it's just beautiful to see. And we need people to sit with them, to give them that kind of attention, that kind of care. And that requires manpower. It requires people. And it could be five staff members to four campers, which, oh, which we heard is typical. It's almost, Even that's, almost the, our that's almost our starting point. Is five campers to four campers, uh, five counselors to four campers. It could be five to two. We even have bunks where, you know, th there's physical care required, where there's physical transfers that have to happen using equipment, and sometimes you need two people to provide care safely and comfortably, you know, for, out of respect to the camper who should be handled safely and uh, comfortably and for the staff. So we even have times where we will have six counselors working with four campers under the guidance of a therapist who will check into the bunkhouse making sure the setup is done right with a nurse helping with different types of medical care. So, so. in a camper comes to this show and he's being pushed in the wheelchair, we do not understand what it took to prepare that camper to come and make an appearance here or anywhere. Uh, that's right. And I have to say, we, we tell our counselors and staff members this all the time, that as hard as they're working here this summer and as much effort as they're putting in waking up early, preparing before davening, meds, breakfast, davening, and all the work that goes into it, 
we have to take a step back and reflect and appreciate what their parents are doing and family members are doing year-round. And uh, it's, this is an opportunity to give them a break, the break they deserve. We haven't even mentioned that yet this morning about how important this is for the parents, and especially coming off the last couple of summers where camp sessions may not have been as long, or some campers didn't even have an opportunity to come right. to camp. Right. So imagine what that's doing for the parents now. Rabbi Avi Pollock is with us, everybody. So now in your role as program director, so tell me, what have we had? Have we had a Superheroes Day? Have we had T-Shirt Day? Have we had this day? Tell me what's going on here. Uh, we're, we're, we're back in business. Uh, we just had Wild West Day a couple of days ago, followed by Shavuos. Shavuos nice. Day, I mean... And just, I thought we had Shavuos a couple of months ago. Yeah, yeah you, that's what you thought. That's what you thought. Did they serve cheesecake at least? <laughs> yes, we did. Unbelievable. I want you to know our rec director, Daniel Eisenberg, thinks of every detail. On Shavuos Day, we served cheesecake at dinner. It was a... We switched, we had a milchik dinner, and we served cheesecake, <laughs> and people didn't even get the detail. Oh, my god! And we had a meeting, we are getting ready for our field day, and the counselors were sitting around, and we were just sharing how these kind of little details make a difference, and I said, and even noticed the cheesecake, and they all said, oh, that's why there was cheesecake. <laughs> We sure did. I'm glad I thought of it. Makes we you look sure like a did. genius now. We sure did. Yeah. In the role of program director, there are times when you actually leave camp, right? And the mobility of the campers becomes a big issue when you decide what activity or trip to take them on, correct? Sure. We um, Are you doing trips now? We are back to doing trips. Yeah. You know, we, we tend to be more centered on campus because not every place just has the ability to meet right. the, the needs of our campers. Uh, but we're back to doing trips. And we've been out in the community a bit, you know, dressed in the uh, yellow campus camper shirts. Right. Uh, there's a farm nearby that we go oh, to. Nice. Shout out to the Goldshine uh, Homestead right around the corner. Uh, beautiful place. The and neighbors have gotten to know you. The huh? neighbors have gotten to know us, <laughs> and we're getting to know them. And uh, out in the community, it's just uh, it's great to be able to re-engage and to see the community, for the community to see us, and just uh, bring everyone together. So it's not unusual to see campus campers bowling. That's not unusual. Uh, it's not unusual. It bowling, bowling and pizza is, uh, is a classic. Like anybody would enjoy. It's a classic. We, we've been out, out around the town. We love to feed the ducks down in Woodburn and pet the puppies <laughs> on the Gold Trine Farm. We're just we're making our way around town. Uh, Avi Pollock is here. Do you um, and don't think there's any ulterior motive to this question. I'm just curious. Now with the staff as large as it is, is there less rejection of staff? Are there shorter waiting lists for those who are begging to get jobs in camp? Or that list just continues to be full? I will just say we continue to this day, to this morning, fielding requests from people who would like to be a part of it. I wish we could accommodate everyone. So even with the numbers you've gotten even to, it the, hasn't opened up slots. I mean, the numbers are not dramatically, right. you know, just sometimes it's just a lot to us. That's sometimes all. just a little bit makes a huge difference. Right. Uh, but we're still, thankfully, thank God, people still getting in touch, asking if they can be a part of it to tap into the energy and the chesed. And uh, listen, we try to give everyone the opportunity as, as we can, as we need to. Is there a turnover like there is for campers during the summer? Some campers are here only two, three weeks. Is there, is there staff um, that comes up later on or not? Uh, very few. Very yeah. few. They're here for the very whole, few. For our goal whole is Our goal is for our, camp, our, our staff members to get to know the campers and to stick with them for the full summer. Inevitably, in any program, there's a little bit of give and take here and there. Uh, so there are a few new staff members coming up. But basically, once we start the relationship, we want to build on it and then have it continue throughout the year. And over, over many years. Yeah, and throughout the year is right. Now, as much as we always uh, talked about campers being invited to counselors' homes, etc., now it's like constant. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, now yeah. it's a real year-round activity. Yeah, where that's, that's when we chef the most nachas is when parents send us pictures and videos 
of the staff members coming for Shabbos to their house in Williamsburg <laughs> or Monroe or, I don't know, somewhere else. It's just the nicest moments to see the staff and the families connecting across communities, across ideologies, and just connecting over the chesed that happens. It's the nicest. That's why all the cliches about Camp Hask, if it's going to be true about somewhere, it's going to be true about here. Because uh, you, are in, you are inviting and people feel welcome from all parts of the community, and there's something to be said about that. Um, so speaking of support, uh, there is a pillar of society. We joked about it earlier in terms of the uh, couples that met here, but I'm sure you join me in encouraging our listeners and anybody out there who wants to spend some good quality money every single month to join the pillar of society. And as we heard earlier from its director, that money adds up in support of Camp Hask every single year. Absolutely. Just a short couple of years ago, the, the Pillar Society began. It was a nice idea for people to get in, you know, to support camp on an entry level. Um, and it has grown and it has grown. And so many of those pillars have moved up to higher levels of support. Right. Uh, it's just a beautiful way to provide year-round support. That makes such a difference to us to have that coming in on a, you know, on a regular basis. Uh, I think it comes out to something like $83, 83. $83 a, month. a month. It's just a, it's a, it's a simple way to make a surprisingly big difference, and it adds up. And I don't know what the exact numbers is, but now we're in the hundreds of people. They announced this morning that they just, because of experience, they exceeded 300, which is pretty amazing. Okay, okay, it's it's growing, it's growing quickly, and uh, uh, I, I I work here year-round, believe me, I dedicate my heart and soul to Camp Ask, but I said I want to be a part of it too. I actually just became a pillar as well, even though I probably could have, you know, gotten away Avoided with my Camp Ask credentials without it, but I, I said, you know what, I want to be a part of it. And I wanna, I wanna make the statement to our staff that it's important to put our own, you know, our own skin in the game. Pillars.campass.org, pillars.campass.org. What a pleasure spending time with Rabavi Pollock, who is head counselor, program director. Thank you for having Nothing. us again. I love these these moments I together. I appreciate that very much. Great seeing you. It's wonderful to be up here at Camp Hask.